it's me. Um, little um, pre-chat before the episode, the real episode starts. Um, I listen to it back in post-production. That's what they say in the podcast world. And uh, you can hear rain in the background and it sounds pretty bad. You know, or it could be nice. Like a lot of meditation apps have rain in the background to help put people to sleep. So it could be lovely. You could enjoy it. I just wanted to do a little 60 second intro to let you know about it. I apologize. Um, I just have a study. I don't have a podcast studio, so the quality's not as good as it could be, but I'm trying my best, ladies and gents. Okay. So uh, without further ado, I hope you enjoy the episode. I hope it helps you. And uh, yeah, don't worry too much about the rain. Crazy weather in Sydney, Australia at the moment. Monsoon rain. So much love. Talk to you in a bit. Hello and welcome back to the Ed Armstrong podcast. It's been a while. We've had a few technical issues. Um, long story short, I recorded two episodes that I thought were brilliant and they never recorded. So I'm using a different platform now and I hope it works. Um, fingers crossed. And uh, also I was away in the UK for Christmas and had an amazing month overseas, which was great. And now back in Sydney, um, even though it's very wet, doesn't feel like a Sydney summer, that's for sure. But we're here, we're back and uh, I'm going to be doing, I really, I was about to say want, no, I'm going to be doing one podcast a week, every Wednesday. Um, And hopefully even if it's not with a guest or I'm not too worried about that or if it's not might not be very long but I want to get you something in a podcast format every Wednesday because I want to turn things up a notch this year and uh and that's what we're going to focus on as well as some other things that I've got in the uh in the pipeline but podcasting is one of them because I really enjoy it I love the medium. I get great feedback from from some of you amazing people who say you really enjoy it. You've missed some episodes and you, you're looking forward to some new ones coming out. That means a lot and um, and I really appreciate it. So so here we are. Um, and I thought, you know, what's where's the best place to start? You know, it is still the beginning of a year. You know, it's March now, very early March. Um, and the podcast I recorded a week or two ago that didn't record were about this very thing and I thought no better place to start in 2022 with this sort of mindset approach to how to actually improve yourself this year because let's be honest we all have these moments and it's funny because we have this calendar that was created all those years ago that means you know at different times we're focusing on different things and the whole you know calendar year you know it doesn't really mean much if we actually think about it but it also does mean a lot because it's you know we do live in a world where calendars are important and months are important and they mean things and you know new year's resolutions and all these things they're very real in in people's lives and but the problem we have i see I hope you can't hear the guy who's doing his washing upstairs. Every time, he never does his washing. As soon as I press record, he does his, puts his dryer on. Unbelievable scenes. Um, and we got some people moving bins outside. I hope you can't hear him. If you can, forgive me, I'm doing my best. Um, I digress. Why do I always do that? Now I've lost my train. Oh, well, fantastic. Um, 
we always do this New Year stuff. And, and one of the things, problems I have with it is that I often talk to a lot of people and I just don't think it's very healthy or very helpful a lot of the time. Because when we're so rigid to these New Year's resolutions, to things we have to do, to all these things we're going to do on the 5th of January, let's be honest, it's never the 1st of January, is it? Because we're always, we're still getting pissed on, you know, the 1st or the 5th. And then, but then what happens when we, we're so rigid, always happens for people. Right, classic, I'm not gonna drink booze. I'm gonna stop completely with alcohol for a while. I mean, one, that's too general and it's not specific enough for a while. What does that mean? And two, it's not realistic, really. Let's be honest. If you're someone who enjoys a bit of a drink, I don't have a problem with a few, few drinks every now and then. But to say, I'm not gonna do it ever or for a while, it's like it's, we're setting ourselves up for failure. Or I'm, you know, um, what's another good example? I was about to think of cigarettes, but, but that is actually a good one that we want to never do again. Um, but you get my point in the sense that we have these very rigid things or exercise, a great one, right? I'm going to get healthy. What does that mean? I'm going to change my health this year. I love it. I love where your head's at, but what does it mean? We need to get specific. We need to understand what that actually looks like and what that is. And the problem I see is people setting these really rigid, loose, they're rigid, but they're also not that specific or clear. So we're setting ourselves up for failure, as I say. And then as soon as we go a little bit off, as soon as we touch that little glass of wine, instead of thinking that was just a glass of wine and I push on and continue my life, we throw everything out and we think, what's the point? I knew I can't, I knew I couldn't do it. I failed again. Just another bit of proof that I'm a failure, I'm a loser. And then we berate ourselves and then we completely destroy any chance of being successful for the next month and ultimately for the year anyway. This is why I'm not a huge fan of New Year's resolutions. I'm not a huge fan of saying, right, this is the year. You know, look, I have no problem if you if you have at the start of a year. I actually do that. You know, I actually had that this year. This is going to be a great year for me physically, business-wise, everything. And that's fine. I have those dreams and goals. I'm sure you do too. But you've got to then take it a step further and you've got to set some realistic goals and targets, but also be realistic with yourself that don't say I'm never going to have a drink again if you know that's something you enjoy with your friends every weekend or if you enjoy it with once a month with your family or whatever. You know, so maybe it's Monday to Thursday. I don't touch alcohol in the house, for example. You see my point? So it's being realistic as well with these things. Because what we don't want to do is set these big tasks, these big um, resolutions or goals, but then set ourselves up for failure by, in that as soon as we mess up a little bit, we're off. We've fallen off the wagon again. I've taken, you know, one step forward, eight steps back. You know, I hear all these phrases all the time and I get it. I, I understand what it's like, but it's like, how can we be smarter? And that's what I really want to dive into in this episode today, the start of a new year. I'm a few months late. It's not January anymore, but you get my point. And, and things that I really want to talk with you about, about the stuff I always talk about. But again, I want it to be a topical and a reminder for you today or whenever you're listening to this just about the importance of foundations about the importance of creating and setting up your lifestyle for success right it's so much more than just health so much more than just getting get in shape and get healthier right those are great goals of course 
but I want you to think about how can I create a better life for myself first and then ultimately for my family and everyone else who's involved in my life. And I think that's something I want to talk about because, you know, it is a difficult time for a lot of people going through that sort of Christmas transition phase into a new year. You know, oftentimes people are going crazy towards the end of the year and eating loads and drinking loads and all these things that, you know, are important because, you know, especially family and especially times like that, it's important to have those fun times. It's really important, especially in the last few years we've had where people haven't seen family. You know, myself, I haven't seen my family for two years. So I'm not going to go home and not have a beer or not enjoy myself. I'm going to have a great time, but I'm also going to be sensible as well when I can. But it's not about then saying, right, no more fun and no more, you know, enjoyment in my life. And I'm just going to be rigid now for the rest of the year because I've been bad, quote unquote, and I need to be better, right? How can we set ourselves up for success this year? It's March. Maybe a lot of you are listening going, do you know what? And I've heard a few messages. I've had a few messages of this from people. And I myself can relate to this. Maybe you're thinking, you know, it's March. I should be further ahead. I hoped I'd be better this year already. I said it was going to be my year. I said I was going to do all these great things and it's March and already my health's fallen off. Already my career's not going as well as I'd hoped or the, the work I'm doing isn't as good or my habits and routines around my life and health aren't great and I'm a bit lost. Maybe you're thinking that and I can relate. But again, what option do we have? This is what I always tell people. We are where we are. It is March. Maybe you haven't had the best two months heading into this year. Maybe it has been a bit slow. Maybe it hasn't been, you know, the most amazing, healthy, you know, productive year of your life yet. That's all right. But we are where we are. We've got to accept that. And then we've got to realize right now when you're listening to this episode, how can I make it better? How can I make the next three months amazing heading into the summer for you European listeners and the winter for you Aussies and Southern Hemisphere listeners. You know, that's a great focus. Three months I've got now. You know, my program happens to be three months. Reach out if you want to know more. How can I make these next three months amazing so I can be in a better place by the summer? How can I be in a better place in six months? How can I make sure that from now at next Christmas, I can look back and say, do you know what? That really was a great year. I had a slow start. But I really changed a few things in March because I listened to Ed's podcast and I realized that, you know what, I can really do this and I'm going to make some great changes. And that's what I want to get across today because you can. It's all possible. It's all, there's so much potential you have. You know, I had a great call this morning with a new client that I'm working with and we talked a lot about this stuff and how to just kind of give yourself a little lifestyle audit, you know, and I actually filmed the video on this today, which I'll be putting up on Instagram and Facebook later on. Check that out if you want. But how can we audit our lifestyle? Because right now, whether you know it or not, there are things you're doing that you know aren't that helpful. There are things that you know you're doing that are holding you back. And equally, you know a few things that you could right now change and replace those things with, and it would immediately impact your life and it would immediately change your life for the better. A great example, and we were talking about this with, with this um, great man that I'm working with at the moment. You know, a big thing for him was the sleep. Straight away on our first call, we identified that his sleep was a little bit off and, uh, and that was negatively impacting his energy levels, his motivation, his drive to 
you know, do good things for himself in the day. But of course it is. You know, of course that makes sense. If you're getting four or five hours of sleep a night, that's one surefire way to set your day up for a bit of a struggle. Low energy, not feeling very excited about the day, not having many things planned to do in the day. You know, these things add up and then suddenly you're not eating as well as you could be. Suddenly you're not doing as much productive exercise as you could be doing because you're exhausted. You know, we talked about this before, this kind of battery for life analogy where you've got a certain amount of energy each day and think about it like a, like a battery. And most people just deplete their energy. So if you think about the battery just depleting every single day, they go to work, they have to look after the kids, they're not sleeping much, they do maybe do a bit of exercise because they think that's what they need to do, or it's crazy exercise that they're not really enjoying, you know, hit training in their living room, and depleting, everything's depleting. Never are they replenishing the stores. And then they go to bed, don't have a great night's sleep or don't get enough hours of sleep. And then they get up stressed, do it all again the next day. And people wonder why they're exhausted and wonder why they're not motivated, wonder why they're not energized to go and do exercise or wonder why they don't feel great each day, right? It's because it starts with this. So these lifestyle rocks that I always talk about, the foundational stuff, what are, what is that? That's your sleep. That's your little bit of exercise. That's your, you know, relaxation, your meditation practices, all these things are re, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Re replenishing, that's the word, this energy store. So therefore you feel more energized throughout the day. So suddenly if you're going from four hours sleep to eight hours sleep, you're getting up at the same time every day, great for your circadian rhythm, great for your body clock. Suddenly you're thinking, hang on a minute, I feel better and I've done nothing. I've, it seems like I've done nothing really, but you have. You've just increased your sleep by four hours. So of course you're gonna feel better. And then you suddenly wake up and you think, do you know what? I'm gonna go out for that, that walk. I'm gonna structure my day a little bit because at the moment I've not got a lot of structure and I'm just getting through the day. It's not really doing much. So I'm gonna just say, I'm gonna go for a half an hour walk, an hour walk. I'm gonna come back. Suddenly I feel good about the walk and the sleep. I'm gonna eat a bit better throughout the day. Right, so these things aren't massive things, but they actually are when you think about it. In the grand scheme of your life, these things add up over time, just like when you're doing these things negatively or the other way around, they compound negatively in your life to more exhaustion, to less drive, less motivation, less energy. The opposite is also, and that leads to work, you know, um, not good choices with food, with drink, all these things. And it just negatively spirals. And then people get in a hole and they think, hang on a minute, how did I get here? Well, you, you get there because it, it spirals out of control. But the good news is it, it um, spirals and compounds the other way. So as soon as you start getting a bit more rest, as soon as you start um, doing a little bit of exercise, as soon as you start structuring your days a little bit better, as soon as you start reading a bit more, as soon as you start learning a few new things, um, as soon as you start you know, doing a few good things, you then come back and go, well, actually, I'm doing all those things. Let's try and eat a bit better today. Let's drink a bit more water today. And suddenly you're compounding the other way. And then a week and two, a month goes by and you think, I feel like a different person. That's how it works. But it starts with the seemingly small things, the little things, the insignificant things, which are actually the big things. And most people aren't focusing on these things. You know, because you're sold all this rubbish on social media about detox this and 
extreme exercises here and do this, you must do this. But that's all just adding to your stress. That's adding to um, your... that battery that's just, you know, running out every day, running low and low and low, that's making that worse. So when we flip that on its head and we realize that what we're trying to do is actually still do good choices, still make good decisions, but also find ways to make it work with our life that also adds to our overall experience of life and our health, suddenly you're also replenishing the stores as well. So suddenly that walk, which a lot of people think walking, that's not enough for my exercise. Well, it is. It's great for exercise, great for your activity levels, great for your health, but also you come back refreshed rather than when you sit down and watch TV for three hours, you don't feel very refreshed. So that's replenishing you. When you get more sleep, replenishing. When you're eating better food and water, replenishing. You see what I mean? And again, these things aren't massive. These aren't crazy changes but they're very, very important changes to make in your life. And when you start looking at your life from that sort of uh, situation or you look at your life like that as a whole, suddenly health seems a bit easier. Suddenly improving your food seems a bit easier. Suddenly exercising seems a bit easier because you're taking care of the big stuff. You know, it's so easy to be overwhelmed and to look at your life and think, I've got to look after the kids. I've got a job. You know, I've got to get healthy. I've got to eat better. I've got to not drink so much. I've got to stop smoking. I've got to, everything is just so intense. And it's like, it's no wonder a lot of people feel like they mess up all the time, feel like they never get ahead with any of this stuff. It's no wonder why people are exhausted, like I say, because you're exhausted from your normal life, then you're trying to add all these things that you have to do on top of it. And most people do it in, in, two, in an extreme way that isn't helpful. And that kind of brings me back to the first point of this show, this podcast, that you know, this, this, this all or nothing mentality, this I'm on or I'm off, this New Year's resolution mentality, if it has to be this way, and if it's not, then it's not gonna work. It's almost too much added resistance. You know, when we can be a bit more gentle, again, I'm not saying we don't need to work hard, of course we do, none of this just happens, but when we can be a little bit more gentle with the process of lifestyle change, we can be a bit more compassionate, we can be a bit more kind to ourselves, still work hard, we get better results. Because think about your, maybe your past experience or think about the friend that you know who says they're gonna do all these things and then as soon as they first sign of messing up or failure, quote unquote, they then take the rest of the year off. How's that, how does that help in the long run? It doesn't, it does not at all. It just makes people feel worse about their life, less confidence, less belief, um, you know, they just feel like they can't do anything. And that's where you meet a lot of people. They feel like, well, I've been this way my whole life. I never seem to get it. I can never change my life. I can never improve my health. How you've, I'm sure you've heard, maybe you've said this yourself. We've all heard those people that say that. It's just not true. It's just, maybe you're going about it the wrong way. 
And that's what I want this show to be about. That's what I hope my content and emails and all this stuff is about, to try and get you to think about things a little bit differently. Not to tell you that you're okay just doing nothing and to sit on your bum all day and you know life's you know fluffy and rainbows and fairy tales. No, it's hard work. I always say that. This stuff is not easy. Changing your life is really hard, but it is possible. And it is more possible and more achievable than you think. And I want you to think this year in a different way, perhaps. You know, I've talked about this for years prior, but maybe, you know, this is the year where we finally get it, all of us. Because what we need to be doing is taking it slow. I have this phrase, I maybe stole it from the military, but we slow down to speed up, that kind of idea. People think they have to do everything. People think, oh God, I've got to change my life. I've got to change my health. I've got to get a new job. I've got to get out of that relationship. I've got I get it. It's intense, scary, it's intimidating. But really what I want to get across today is think about what's most important for you. You know, something I do with clients when I start working with them, you know, and usually it's a three month block and some people stay with me for longer than that. But I think I often say to them, like, what do you want? What do you want this year to look like? What do you want these next three months and beyond to look like? Like, what would success, what would um, progress look like to you? And the funny thing about that is most people never ask that question. So that's a great thing to do right now. If you're listening to this, take five minutes to just actually think about that. What do you want? Like, most of us never ask that question. How do we want our life to look? How do we want to create our days? You know, and I know some of you will be saying, yeah, well, I've got a job, Ed. I can't just create a day that I want. But okay, how do you want your morning and your evening to look? How do you want your lunchtime to look? It doesn't matter what you're doing. How do you want your weekends to look? If you don't ask these questions, no one else will. And life will just unfold as as it does without us having any say in it all. And then we get to the end of it and we go, how did that happen? How did I get here? I didn't want this. But it's kind of because we just settled for the default. But if we can actively create how we want our life to look, how we want our health to look, how we want our days to look, what we actually need to focus on, and we do it like that systematically, we can create that, right? I'm not saying you just write it on paper and it comes true. No, I don't believe in any of that. But that's the first step. Give ourselves a bit of direction. Where are we trying to go? What are we trying to achieve? You know? If it's to get a new job, what does that job look like? If it's to start an online course, what's the course you want to do? What's the thing you're interested in? If it's to read more, well, let's start with one book and a chapter a month or 10 pages a day. If it's your health and it's get exercising more, let's start with just walking if you've done nothing before. Um, if it's, I've got to work on my sleep, I, I have a terrible sleep habit and routines. Let's work on that for the first week. You see what I mean? What do you want? What do you, and what do you want and what do you need to focus on? And like I said at the start of this episode, what are those things? Because you know it. You know it deep down. What are those things that you know you're doing that aren't helping, that are just making your life harder unnecessarily? What are those? Identify them. And then what on earth can I replace them with? So simple, few ideas for you. I go to bed at 2 a.m. How can I change that to go to bed at 11 so I'm not staying up for an extra few hours watching crap and eating crap? I mean, right there, you've you've hit three birds with one stone. 
you're eating better because you just cut out 1,500 calories that you'd be eating watching the movie. You're getting more rest because you're going to bed earlier and you're going to feel much better the next day. So one action, you've, you've created a huge change of many other things in your life. See what I mean? I'm not exercising at all. That's something I know I could be doing better. Okay, well, what's the replacement? Going for a walk for half an hour a day. Simple stuff. Okay, I think you get my point. So that's something I really want to get across today in this episode. I want to, you know, keep it around 30 minutes, not too long for you. Um, But the idea that, one, if you're listening to this and you've had a slow start to the year, you're not a failure, you're not a loser. It's not because you, you're not capable of doing this. It's not because you've tried everything and you just can't do it. And you're one of those people that will never figure it out. No, you've just identified ways that don't work for you. And that's a good thing. I always talk about awareness. I always talk about the importance of understanding what works for you, what doesn't. And a lot of that stuff is lessons. A lot of that stuff is teaching you what works, what doesn't. And that's a good thing. It's great to have more information on yourself but it's no good having all that information and they're not using it to move you forward. Again, that's where this lifestyle audit comes in. I really hope that's a word. I think it is. Because then we can reflect. We can even write down in our little journal or our notepad and say, do you know what? It hasn't been a good few months. Why? What have I done? What have I knowingly done that hasn't helped? Oh yeah, my sleep's been awful. I've been drinking too much. I've been eating way too many, quote unquote, bad. I don't like that word, unhealthy, you know, not nutritious foods. Um, I haven't been connecting with family and friends. I've been in the house for too long. Haven't been going out and doing things on the weekend. Like we know this stuff. And straight away, if we can identify the, the things holding us back, we know what the replacement is. Sleep a bit more eat a little bit better, drink some more water, get outside, do a bit of exercise, connect with family and friends, go and play golf on the weekend. You get my point. Um, And be a little gentle with yourself as well. I really don't feel like this berating oneself has got us very far in the past. I really don't think it does. You know, I don't think it helps because it's so easy to be critical. It's uh, We have enough people telling us we're doing a crap job and we tell ourselves that enough and it hasn't got us very far. So if you're listening to that and you think, you know what, well, that's something else I want to work on this year is, you know, work hard, yes. Be disciplined, yes. Try my best, yes, yes. <laughs> but like a little bit of compassion, a little bit of kindness, like I'm talking to a mate that's trying to get better. Yeah, I'm going to push you when you're not doing as much as you should be doing and when you could do more, but also a little gentle at times too because the whole I'm a failure, I can't do it, isn't isn't helping. Just makes you take the rest of the year off and then you try again in the new year, 2023, this will be my year. But it never is for so many people. So you've got time. That's another thing. Time is part of the equation, you know, and time is necessary, right? And something again, I love to work when I work with people closely one-to-one with my, with my work is telling people to slow down because we can't figure it all out and we can't change everything at once. We need to be smart about it and we need to do little things at a time, you know, focus on one thing for a week or two till you've got it and then bring in the next thing. 
and then add something else in. But don't try and add 10 things in that I need to do this year. Week one, you're setting yourself up for failure. And you got time. It's March. Like I say, you got a lovely sort of three, four month block now till the middle of the year. What a time to, to, to really focus on yourself, to really be sort of disciplined, but also kind of relaxed in your approach as well. By that, I mean, not just sitting on your bum all day. I mean, gentle in your approach. Oh, that works. Well, that didn't work. Okay, let's try that again tomorrow. That kind of style of self-talk rather than, oh, you messed up again. Of course you did, loser, right? doesn't help us. I don't think anyway, I could be wrong. And then I often talk about structure, creating a little bit of structure. So I know a lot of you listening are busy, but you've got to create a bit of structure in your days and in your weeks. So we know what we're doing and when we're doing it. Because if you leave it up to chance, Parkinson's law states that the amount of time we give to a task is the amount of time it will take to complete the task. So if we say, I got all day to get my exercise, my walk done, most of us don't do it because we give ourselves all day. Instead, when we say at 11 to 11.30, I've got a walk on the cal- in the calendar. You're going to do it, I promise you. When we say, oh, I've got sort of, I've got all day to clean the house. I'll do it. I'll do it later. We take all day to do it. When we say, I'm going to give myself half an hour to get this done or an hour. I don't know how big your house is. Mine's pretty small. Um, we get it done. Oh, I really want to be doing my meditation. I haven't done it. I keep saying I'm going to do it. I don't do it because you're not planning it. You're not putting it into the, your day. Right. 7 to 7.30 a.m. I do a 10 minute meditation slot in there with a bit of stretching. It gets done right? We're simple creatures, us humans, but we're also, you know, we're also um, very easy to go off track. And when we don't give ourselves some solid boundaries, if you will, again, we're just not helping ourselves. But when we say, right, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, for 30 minutes, I do my yoga in the morning. I watch a video, I put it down, I get it done. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 7 to 7.30. I promise you, you put that in, you've just increased your chance of actually doing that thing by, I don't know, the you know, I haven't done the research, but I'm guessing you've done it. You've increased your chance of doing it by 50%, 60%, 70%. I don't know. Never been a numbers man. You see my point though. But if you just go, oh, hopefully I'll be a bit healthier this week. Hopefully I'll get some of those sessions in. Hopefully I'll eat a bit better. You know, it's too easy putting it to chance and hope. It's not going to cut it. We've got to be better than that. You know, and then that brings up another point. You know, food is a huge thing for people, especially around Christmas time, but even in the new year. I always talk about the sort of three pillars and one of them being environment, your home environment. Set yourself up for success. If you know you love to have a glass of wine and you really try not to have a glass of wine Monday through Thursday, not telling you that's how you should be, by the way, don't have 30 bottles in the house, right? Unless you've got a lovely little wine cellar. But again, lock that door. You know, my old man loves his wine cellar. Um, I mean, it's not that impressive. Um, he'll hate me for saying that. But you get my point. If you know you snack on rubbish food all night when you watch the movie, empty out the cupboards. Don't have so much in there. Go out for a special treat and then bring it home, right? 
or bring in some treats for the week, whatever. You get my point. you got to set yourself up for success. And there are little things that when you really think about it, you know you can change. Again, that's one thing that when you're doing the audit, you say, God, I've got so much crap in the house that that's just not helping my habits with nutrition. How can I replace that? How can I improve that? Simple. All right, loads of ideas. I'm throwing a load of ideas at you, knowing that you're going to take what's relevant and helpful and, and leave the rest. And that's absolutely fine. But yeah, um, I think I think I've got across what I wanted to get across today, um, and I hope it's been helpful. As I say, I recorded this kind of episode three times, and I, I'm not sure if this was the best out of the three, but it is what it is. Those other ones have disappeared, so this one I'll have to do, and I hope this one records. But um, I suppose I just wanted to, you know, uh, say that I'm back, and, and I'm really excited to have this as, a, as an episode out. Again, I really hope it helps. Thank you for all for all the support that I've had and the messages and all that stuff. I really appreciate all of you who listen and who share the show and, you know, share any of my videos and emails with all your family and friends. It means the world. And honestly, that's why I do this stuff is to really help people. I don't, there's a few things about social media and all this part of, you know, this world that I don't love. Um, that sounds dramatic as far as the social media world. I mean, I love the world, but you know what I mean? But there are things like this when I genuinely feel like I'm adding value and helping the world and helping you guys. Um, that's why I do it. So sounds like, you know, sound like a, you know, saint. I mean, what a legend, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Um, and I really hope this helped today. Short and sharp, 35 minutes to start your Wednesday. Um, just please, you know, take it slow. Don't try and do everything. Really address what you know you're doing at the moment that's just really not helpful, that you know deep down you can change and you can improve with some with a bit of thought. I know you, I believe in you as well. You can do that. Really dive in deep. Take a bit of time this week to actually, you know, I'm not telling you to create a vision board. You know, I'm not sure how keen I am on those, but just write, write a bit down in your journal, like I say, in your diary, in your notepad. What do I want? What do I want to create this year? Where do I, where am I heading? What sort of direction am I going in? Without that, we're just, we're lost. We're going around in circles. But then the key from that is to then zoom out a bit or zoom in and say, okay, well, great. Now I know where I'm trying to get to. I know what I want the end of the year to look like. I want to have created this in my career. I want to have created this in my health. I want to have created this in my family. I want to have created this in my routines and habits. How the hell am I going to start? Where do I start? And don't try and do everything. Address one at a time. One day at a time, one week at a time. And then add in more when you're starting that. Foundation's getting solid and stronger. Add in more. But not all at the same time. And uh, and yeah, I suppose it's one, one other thing I want to get across is that it's never too late to, to sort of redo that foundation, if, if you will, if you need to. I don't care if you're 20 listening to this, 30, 50, doesn't matter. You know, there's always more we can do and there's always more we can learn and there's always better approaches and styles we can take. And I love the analogy. I use it all the time of that kind of foundation where you think, you know, it's a bit cheesy, but bear with me. Most people are building, you know, their house on sand. They are. 
We've got, they're, trying, they're worrying about all the ceiling and the roof tiles and all the sprinkles on top, all the decorations, but their foundation's rubbish. You know, that's all the supplements and extreme diets and extreme rubbish, if you didn't get the analogy. And then, but they're building their foundations on sand. So as soon as problems arise, storms arise, the house gets knocked over, doesn't it? It's completely done. And I wonder what happened, but it was because the foundation wasn't solid. And what do I mean about the foundation? I mean your big lifestyle things, your big rocks, I always call them. Your sleep, a little bit of nutrition, your exercise, your family life, your friends, the big stuff. I'm making sure we're getting those in order first and we're doing it slowly and we're realizing that this foundation is going to take a year to build right? Not sexy. A lot of people are like, how do I get in amazing shape? How do I get healthy in two weeks? You don't. It's a lifelong process. And it starts with a solid foundation. And by the way, you know, I've been doing this for 20 years. Yeah, almost. And I'm still tweaking the foundation. You're allowed to do that as well, right? Even if the house has been built on the new foundation, you can still go under there. You know, I'm no builder. Builders listening will be like, you can't, mate. You get my point. And you can, oh, tighten that up a bit. Bit more cement there. Bit more solid there. Right? So we're always, we're always sort of, um, you know, uh, making it stronger, making it better, making it more solid as a foundation for our life. But I think that's what I want to get across today is that, um, you know, you absolutely can make this year amazing. I truly believe that. You absolutely can achieve all the things you want to achieve this year. I really believe that. You absolutely can be in the best health you've ever had, the best life you've ever created. I truly believe all that. But it's only going to happen if you slow it down, if you sort of reflect on what's been not working in the past and what you really want to work on this year, and then you take it slow building that new foundation, adding to it when you're ready to add to it, but taking it slow and worth focusing on the big things first. And then the rest will follow. I truly believe that. So yeah, I think I'm going to stop there. I could talk about this all day. Um, you can absolutely do it. This is going to be a great year for all of us. Uh, I'm here if you need any help. Always a message away, always an email away. You need any support with anything, I'm here. And uh, I wish you well. I'll be talking to you again, but I really wish you the best this year. And I hope you have an amazing year for yourself, for your family, for everyone else that you want to, you know, be amazing for. But remember, it starts with you. If we're rubbish, we can't help anyone. Oxygen mask first. We've got to look after ourselves. We've got to sort ourselves out first if we want to be good for other people. That's the other thing I'll leave you with. And that starts with us taking ownership, taking responsibility for our own life, for our own health because no one else is going to do it for us. That's the sad reality. Not sad, it's beautiful, it's powerful. It's inspiring actually, when you really let it sink in. People can help you, like me, but we have to do the work. So take it slow, one day at a time, one week at a time, one month at a time. And I promise you, if you do that, focus on the big stuff that we've talked about today. You're smart about those goals. You're smart about those things that you want to achieve. You're realistic too, but also stretch yourself, definitely. I have no doubt you can look at back at the end of this year and think that was an amazing year for me. And I changed my life for the better. And I changed my family's life for the better too. Beautiful. Anyway, that's it. I love you and leave you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Share it with your family and your friends if you think it will help them. And uh, reach out if you've got any... Um, 
you know, anything you need from me and I will get in touch with you straight away or as quickly as I can. And I'll talk to you on the next one. Much love. Cheers. <laughs>